Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With me right now, David Taylor Klaus. David, you are found on the web at dtkcoaching.com, where you help folks master life's work. Uh, David, thank you so much for joining us. I'm thrilled to be here, Josh. And we were talking about Atlanta. You said you've been trying to leave for 52 years, haven't made it out just yet. It seems to have stuck. I can't, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Atlanta's been a great uh, you know, hotbed. There's a lot of great financial, or not financial, but economic growth in the area. I've oh. interviewed so many uh, folks from from the region. Of course, I'm just down the road in Orlando, so we were talking. Atlanta's the city that my wife and I love to get away to uh, every once in a while. Usually about once a quarter. Well, especially if we can head up in the uh, up up into the mountains. Yeah, Atlanta is a fascinating city. It's on one hand, it's got the pressures to pull it back in time. And on the other hand, it is lurching forward. Mm -hmm. So we have all of the cultural spasms that go with shifting demographics and an amazing opportunity for folk to start businesses and grow their ideas into something out into the world. It's It's a fascinating place to be. Yeah, excellent. So yeah, give us an overview of DTK coaching, who you work with and what you do. You know, I, I, I love the question because my favorite way to describe what I do is that I reintroduce successful entrepreneurs to their families, mm. right? So the folks I play with are, you know, founder operators and who are generally finding that the next level of professional growth is not going to come from learning more about how to do what they do. It's about it's coming from the personal growth, that next level of getting better at being who they be, who they are at their core. These are the folks who, like I was early on as an entrepreneur, overcalibrated towards work and getting kind of disconnected from what's really important. Yeah. You know, we, we, we all do that to a certain extent. Some of us figure it out earlier. Some of us need the two by four across the forehead first. <laughs> And for most of us, I think that two by four across the forehead is a little bit of life, you know, kind of saying, listen, you're going to have to make an adjustment here, whether that's they're just killing themselves with stress because they're working too much. Um, You know, maybe there's relationship consequences. Maybe they're not happy with how they look physically because they've put some of that stuff off. Um, There are a lot of life consequences when you live out of balance for too long. Absolutely. You know, and part of that is (laughs) we make up that it's from something else. Like I had gotten to a point in, in my last company um, where my stomach would turn every time I turned the doorknob to my office. Mm -hmm. And, and instead of paying attention to what's wrong here, I said, Oh dude, this must be the caffeine and the spicy food. So let's cut that out. And, and I played that game for a year and I didn't listen to all the signs. I didn't listen to the intuition. I kept doing what I thought I should do, leading the company the way I thought I should lead it and growing a team the way I thought I should. And man, living the should life sucks. 
it's just a ginormous energy suck. And I watch entrepreneurs around me, I watch executives do the same thing and grind themselves out of center until they're burnt out. It, we shouldn't have to get that far. We shouldn't have to get to the two by four to pay attention. Yeah. All right. So how can we have it all? <laughs> uh, yeah. Be, my wife says you can have it all, just not at the same time. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, exactly. And, and I think, I, I think the challenge is we want to have it all. I've got a, a friend of mine who's a coach in Canada and she only, when she started her practice, she only worked with people that were making 350,000 a year or above and living paycheck to paycheck. Wow. And she said the mar- she couldn't handle everybody that was coming in. She's ratcheted that, that up to half a million. I think that the term is Parkinson's law, that as your income increases, so do your expenses increase to meet or exceed that income. So you have people that are trying to have it all because they think they need the other house, the extra car, the this, the, you know, all the trappings that they think will make them happy. The stuff that makes them look really successful on Facebook. Yeah. But they're not look at this. successful in here. Look at this. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Parkinson's law is work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of like Murphy's law, but for life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, um, so you, let's say someone comes to you and they say, David, I'm just like stressed out of my mind. Work and business is just like, you know, it's like, I'm just, I worrying too much. Like I'm worried about money. I'm worried about my relationship. Um, what's the first thing you do? You're like, okay, all we're going to do in, in this first session is X. Like, what are some of those things that you want to get done <laughs> to start laying that groundwork? Yeah, the first session when I start working with somebody is four hours. <laughs> like we don't mess around, right? We, we go deep and strong at the very beginning because it gives us a chance to build a lot of the tools that we'll use throughout the coaching. And, and it's fascinating how many executives I work with who are like, I can't do four hours. Well, that's the first test, really, because if you can't take care of yourself, you can't give what you ain't got. I was in Vistage for 15 years, and part of Vistage is meeting with a group of peers once a month for a full day. And we watched so many prospective members saying, no, 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 I can't pull myself out of my business that long. I said, well, you just bought yourself a job, and you're going to be... You're going to have a coach as soon as you figure out you burn out, if not a therapist. So part of what I do at the very beginning is get folks to refocus on <laughs> the focus clarity action is the thread that we that I use. First, we focus on what's driving them, what's real, what their intrinsic motivators are. We articulate their values in their language and the behaviors that are showing up when they're living those values. Because when it's articulated and you can capture it, you can actually live towards it or manage to it. Next thing we we work on is a clear, resonant vision, an image of what their desired future state is, what it is they're trying to create. Yeah. And I don't mean just the operational. Like a year from now, I wake up on a Wednesday and I go to the gym and blah. We're really good at the operational flow. What we're not really taught to do is look at what's the emotional field and what's the cultural field. What, what am I feeling throughout the day and what impact am I having and where am I doing it and with whom? So we create this resonant image of where they want to be, whether it's one, three, five years down the road. And then we plan the action steps backwards. Mm. If you want to live this kind of life, yes, this is the part that entrepreneurs don't do. You ever want to see an entrepreneur give you bug eyes? 
say, how much do you need to make? Um, more? Yeah, that's not an answer. <laughs> so it's like, what do you want your life to look like? Yeah. What does that life cost? Fine. So what, and I mean, what does it cost? What are you putting away? Really get a good financial picture of it. Then look at, great. What do your holdings need to look like? Not just the business you have now, because who knows what it'll be then. What do your holdings have to look like to throw off the income to you so you can have that financial footprint to live that life? Then we back it up to, fine. Now that we know what the holdings look like, what are the product and service mixes within? And we move it all the way back to where their starting point is now. So it's focusing on what's true and real for them, creating the clarity around what their desired future state is, and then building the action steps, the action plan to get them there. Now, the cool thing is the role that I get to play after that is the touchstone, the accountability structure, but not holding them accountability, accountable to a plan. You can hire a project manager for that. It's more importantly, it's holding them accountable to who they are, who they be. Because so often entrepreneurs, as Jim Rohn says, get to the top of the ladder only to find they've got their ladder against the wrong wall. There's nothing more soul-sucking mm-hmm. than successfully building something only to find out that it's not what you wanted in the first place. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's what coaching with me is. Yeah. Well, it sounds, sounds great. Like, who, who do you typically work with? Like, what's going on in their life? What are they doing professionally? Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of excited listening to you talk about your process. Yeah. Like, it would be fun to say, okay, I want to do a deep dive, like four hour. Let's, you know, I'm still like thinking about that, right? But like, man, I bet we could probably get a lot done in four hours. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Now, you know, I'm pumped at the end. They're usually wiped out. But it's just <laughs> because we're... Doing yeah. the really juicy stuff. Um, it's interesting. I, I get this question all the time about what are the demographics? How do you describe your niche? And 13 years of doing this, I always have the same conversation. Yes, I have silos. I have you know, senior leaders and I have successful entrepreneurs, the folks who are making money but realize they're not making the impact they want to make or they're not as connected in their families, their communities and around them, right? So those, I have two silos demographics. There are lots of other people. And as I start looking at the thread, what's common across them, Josh, it's a pure psychographic. Mm. It's they've figured out that the way to get better at doing what they do is to get better at being who they be. They already have figured out that the internal work is where the next professional growth is. That is common across all of my clients for 13 years. Yeah. So it makes the marketing people crazy because it's a psychographic and that's not externally observable. I said, well, that's why I don't do Facebook ads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So yeah, so no, and, and agreed, right? So and a lot of um a lot of folks that we work with are consultants. I've interviewed a lot of consultants. And yeah, I mean, marketing, you know, if you provide professional services, it's higher level, higher, certainly higher ticket, um, higher impact, you know, more individual work. You're right. Uh, Facebook ads are pretty lousy at that in my experience. So, uh, and most folks I talk with, you know, a lot of their business comes through word of mouth. Um, is that, is that kind of how you've been able to grow and scale? Cause I know again, you, yeah. you, you have a great practice. You've, you've worked with a lot of amazing clients. Yeah. I'm still practicing. No, <laughs> <laughs> my, my kid is 26 was saying, I feel young and stupid. I said, don't worry. 
I feel old and stupid. You know, the older I get, the more I realize I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm making it up as I go. Um, well, which, but, by the way, is really that's free. Interesting, though, because I'm. In fact, I, I remember I was just having a conversation about this last week about you know how you know as the, the more wise we get, the more we realize we don't know, and it's the fool oh, who no. thinks that they know everything, right? Yes. I, I feel incredibly incompetent in so much, but I feel like that's actually a good mark of wisdom. Well, I spent a long time in the technology world. I had an internet strategy and web development company for 14 years before this, and I learned to fail fast, fail cheap, mm. right? And that's really important. We start coming up with these big elaborate schemes and plans and we hold back from the market until we're ready to launch and then miss the market, miss the timing, miss the point. It doesn't matter. Put yourself out there and put your product, put your service out there, test it in the field, test it in the wild. It's it's remarkable. Very few of us are going to release a product like the iPhone where we did, you know, none of us knew that we couldn't live without it before we had it. Right. There's so much impact that we can have by serving the world. If we keep ourselves contained in a, in a bubble, you know, COVID notwithstanding, we miss the opportunity to play with the people we want to serve along the way. And that, as far as building a practice, that's really key. I, one of the things that makes me nuts is Let's just put this to coaching and consulting because I hear the same thing in both footprints. It's serve anyone you can. Coaches will say, coach anyone, it's how you sharpen your sword. And consultants say, get any gig you can and look for the afterwork. I was a consultant for a long time. Mm -hmm. And both of those are bad. They're completely wrong because what you end up doing is building a book of business where you're working with people that you don't like, they don't inspire you, they don't light you up. And you can look at the big paycheck and then go, Ew, no. I don't like this. No, no, I, I feel like that is a, it's like if you're, you know, in a labyrinth, yeah, you're moving, you're, you're you know, taking lots of steps, but ultimately it's going to result in an, in an end that I'm not sure you're, it's not worth it. You're not going to, <laughs> it's not, it's not worth the money. Don't take this blood money. Don't take that money. <laughs> right, right. No, it feels good. And then you realize, yeah. ew, no, not really. Ew. Now that's, it that's a short, think, it's a short-term fix to a short-term problem when really what you want is it might be inefficient, but build by design, build, build the life that you truly, truly want from the beginning. And yeah, that must, that might mean that, you know, you might miss some of the shiny objects, but you know, it's a fool's errand if, if you go for it. it. Yeah. And, and build, when you take the time to figure out who it is you want to serve and what it is about you, uh, about them that lights you up mm-hmm. and really identify who your target is. Oh my God, the, the acceleration, it feels the same at the beginning, but the difference, instead of just arithmetic growth, you get transformation. Yes. Growth. Yeah, and completely. It feels wonky sometimes early on, oh, but the leap is worth it. Because yeah. you're lit up and they're lit up. There's nothing like, th- there's a great book um, called Only Tens by a guy named Mark Silverman. Um, it, it's, <laughs> it's a tiny book. Read it. And all of your folks should read it. it. The subtitle at the top is, you don't have a time management problem, you have an honesty problem. Wow. And we spend a lot of time serving folks that are eights and nines out of yep. 10. Yep. When we really winnow it down and serve only tens, <laughs> get more energy, make more money, have more fun. And my God, that's what I want to do. Don't wait till your fifties to get your shit together. Start now. Wow. 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, for folks that, uh, and, and, and I, I love this too. Um, what, what do you think about the activity of like saying no more in oh. life? Cause I think that's kind of what we're talking about. We're, we're saying no to bad clients saying no to, you know, the five, sixes and sevens. And, you know, I, I only work with, you know, I think I, I usually say like, I only work with nines and tens. I'll, I'll, I'll allow a little bit of skepticism. I'll allow, <laughs> you know, but you start getting into seven, eight territory and it, it's a non-starter for me. So I think that when we have that attitude in, in our life, I think that people recognize it, it's like when you say, listen, I have a boundary and that boundary is you don't get to yell at me, right? To, like in a relationship or something, you don't get to raise your voice at me. That's a boundary that I have that, uh, I'm sorry, I just don't allow people to cross. When people know that, that you do have that boundary, they're not going to cross that, you know? And, and so it's kind of like that same thing. It's, I'm sorry, I only work with, you know, nines and tens in business. So if you're not a nine or 10, it's, I'm not going to move forward here. Like, and so I, I, I like that. I think that that, that really helps us attract what we really, really want and repel what mm. we don't. And importantly is that we get everybody's buy-in on here is my intention for how we run business geared up my influence or how I run my personal life. I like right. this. I like this. Good. Yeah. Con- yeah. I like this conversation. You know, we, we, we heard from the, from, oh my God, in the fifties, it was good fences make good neighbors. <laughs> it's, it's the same idea. Knowing what your boundaries are, allow you to be in better relationships, clients, family, you name it. Mm-hmm. This is, like you said, you can't yell at me. My, my former business partner used to call it the no asshole rule. <laughs> We're not going to work with people that are awful. <laughs> it mm-hmm. doesn't matter how big the check is. I, and we have to enjoy it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, um, David, someone goes to your website, dtkcoaching.com. What do they click on? Like, how would they get started? What's And, and tell me before you get into, or as you explain this, please explain what Mindset Mondays is. Oh, boy. My, Mindset Mondays was totally a self-serving project. <laughs> I wanted to get better at speaking to any topic through the lens of my point of view, live and off the cuff. So my marketing person, this is a a woman I've been working with since 1996. um, She said, well, all of my business cards have a different quote on the back. I've got 50 different card backs. They're all cool quotes that I've collected. And she said, just grab one of those cards, flip on a live stream and wax poetic about what you do for the 10 to 12 minutes. And it's always about leadership. It's about mindset. And it's about learning because they're all inextricably linked. And holy moly, I launched this and people started showing up for the live stream (laughs) and they started commenting during the broadcast and between broadcasts. And we started a a Facebook group for these folks. And Mm. over the last 173 weeks, three and a half years, I have learned an incredible amount about mindset out in the wild, not just the theory and, and, and not just the practice, but the impact of owning and controlling one's mindset. And so the book, Mindset Mondays with DTK is the broadcast. And it's also the title of the book. The subtitle is 52 Ways to Rewire Your Thinking and Transform Your Life. And it's the 52, the first 52 broadcasts converted into chapters and bringing in some of the comments and the learning from the community, not just me. And 
I designed it so that it, it's not shelf help. It's not just the books that you buy and you never actually read. This has a framework called the rewire framework that based on neuroscience helps you take the learning from each chapter with those six custom prompts for each chapter and mm. take that out into your world and embed that learning to actually make it real in your world, not just some book that you read. Um, so it's very practical. Um, I, I've got leadership teams around the country that are using it with, you know, every week with their leadership team, they work through one chapter and they play with their book clubbing it. Mm. Um, and I, I've been thrilled to see the impact of it. Yeah. I wrote the book that I needed to read. And it turns out other people want to read it too. Yeah. Well, you've gotten some great reviews here. It's uh, yeah. you got 63 five-star reviews on Amazon. Folks uh, are digging it. Yeah, I want to know what that one four-star was all about, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a chat. Yeah. yeah. Who was yeah. that? Pro probably didn't crack it open. So, uh, <laughs> so, so David, um, again, your, your website. Um, and again, if someone goes to uh, your website, dtkcoaching.com, what should they click on? Um, you know, there's a great thing. What I want people to do is understand what coaching is and how it's different from therapy or consulting or mentoring. Go to the about coaching and mm. look at what it talks about. If it, if it sounds right for you, I'm always open to having a conversation. Mm. You, you, can get, <laughs> you can get an introduction to who I am and the way I think, right? Because people want to do business with people who people who believe what they believe. That's yeah. Simon Sinek. Hmm. So you can click on the Mindset Mondays yeah. underneath on the website and you can listen to some of the broadcasts. See if it resonates with you. Learn about how I see coaching. See if it resonates with you. There's a ton of learning on there. You don't even have to talk to me. But when you want to, you can click to get connected and we can have a conversation. This is fantastic. Awesome. All right, David. I try to make it easy. I'm not, I'm not hiding behind some big mythical website. Go. You are click, ac you're accessible. Yeah. David Taylor Klaus. Again, your website, dtkcoaching.com. David, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, man, it's my pleasure. Enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. 
Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.